Welcome to 100 Ways, your simple reminder that you are home wherever you are and that everything is right the way it is right now. I'm your host, Laura Christine, fellow explorer of consciousness and this amazing, beautiful world. Let's get curious, dive into the duh, and find out what's here for us today. Welcome to 100 Ways. This is your daily exploration of self and soul. I'm your host and fellow explorer, Laura Christine. Let's dive in and find our way home. Aloha. Going back to my roots from my old podcasts where I recorded them from Hawaii where I lived. When Jared and I, I lived with Jared actually in Oahu. When he and I had this conversation about prisons. We got some really good comments, and I get to share some with you. I'm really, I so appreciate all of you who responded. Here is the first voice memo. I'm Erin Thole, and there are some major issues with our judicial system. Racism is a huge issue that's been proven time and time again, and there are a lot of people that are in prison that should not be in prison, that's for sure. However, there are most definitely demons among us. Some people you just cannot rehab because of who they innately are. And having rapists and serial killers and child molesters, sex traffickers, like walking around free is not acceptable. It's not safe to the rest of the population. If anything ever happened to one of my kids where they were assaulted by another adult, the options, quite honestly, would be either I take care of you or you go to prison. It's going to be one or the other (laughs) because there are literally demons among us and you can't take that out of someone if that's who they are. So yeah, we need to clean up our judicial system, clean up our prisons and get people out of prison that shouldn't be in prison for you know, possession of marijuana and things like that, for crying out loud, that's ridiculous. But people that are extreme, violent, real huge threats to society and to our children and our safety, they need to be locked up for sure, for sure. Um, You can't rehabilitate a Jeffrey Dahmer. I can't disagree with that. Thank you so much, Erin, for your contribution to 100 Ways, for giving us all another perspective, or maybe the same perspective as we have and affirming our own perspective. I appreciate you so much. The next one is from Sir William the Brave on Instagram. I normally don't share my Instagram. However, if you'd like to follow me or connect there, You can find me at Laura Cameron Christine, and I'll be happy to connect with you on Instagram. I know William, he is in Hawaii. He says, we certainly need reform. We have to decide if we want rehabilitation or punishment. Right now, we have punishment. Solidarity needs to go as soon as possible. And then the whole system needs to be overhauled. Also, drugs should be legalized and regulated, safe and available. Thank you, William, for that comment. And yeah, it needs reform. I agree. We want rehabilitation later in this episode, or maybe it was in the prison episode, that we definitely think that 
prisons don't treat people like they're people. I also like how William touched on drugs in this one as well. That is not something that I think people should be imprisoned for. It's a waste of time, money, resources, and good people who are searching for something and doing whatever they can to feel okay. It's a pretty big sign that these people don't need prison. They just need to know that everything is going to be okay. What do you think? You can call in. I might do a whole other episode about prisons. The third and final audience call-in that I'll share is from Melanie, who is in New Orleans. This is Melanie Weller, neurotheologist. And the questions of whether prisons are necessary and whether we could have a crime-free society are interesting from a neurological point of view because our nervous systems are always seeking contrast, and we would have to satisfy that contrast, that need for contrast in some other way if all crime disappeared. Research shows that authoritarian beliefs around God and politics, which most Americans hold, keep us in a fear state and shut down our higher thinking centers and brain areas involved in compassion and tolerance. Essentially, most of us live in a prison of our own minds, whether self or society-induced. We'd have to change entire paradigms about how we operate. I'm reminded of shamanic lore that says when somebody does something wrong that the whole tribe tells them all the good things about themselves until they remember. Well, I don't know about you, but that makes me excited to have Melanie on as a guest sometime to talk about the nervous system and how It really affects our consciousness. Let's move into the conversation that Jared and I had on this deeper aspect of consciousness. I think everything is a wave. In a like physical sense, everything seems to be a wave of some sort. Yes, particles exist, but the parts that make up those particles at the most subatomic level even seem to be waves of some sort. The space between particles we don't really know what that's made of but i guess okay so zooming back to like maybe not something so physical but the yin and yang depicts the polarity of the dark and the light and i've said that the ocean would be really boring without waves and i mean there's nothing wrong with that i guess except for i wouldn't want to go there anymore a big part of why i love the ocean is because of waves and if my entire life was spent uh only in the high parts of life and there was no lows would i even be able to recognize that my life is really great if it was nothing but highs and i'm overlaying this same idea on or to look at violence through this lens like if the world is all peace all the time are we going to be able to recognize that or are we going to find out that we're not content with just peace all the time Mm. that part of us needs to have the polarity of like peace and violence in order for us to exist somewhere in the middle so i'll throw that over to you but also with that maybe this idea that we can have violence but maybe there's a better way for us to have violence in this society (laughs) like i hate pro sports i hate gladiator sports too but i can also see that maybe this is a, an appropriate place for violence in our society like maybe we do need to go put on helmets and run into each other or punch each other with big gloves on 
as a way to still have the polarity of the light and the dark mm-hmm. uh, to create the wave, to create the yeah. the difference between the two so that we can see ourselves, so that we can really appreciate peace and still appreciate violence instead of trying to eradicate it. Yeah, you bring up a really good point, not maybe directly, but we live in a dualistic world. We live in the yin and yang. And there has been a movement of yang only for so long. And that makes it feel like, oh, yeah, the industry and the capitalism and all of the like just forward progress and growth, growth, growth. And yeah, that is yang, but so is positivity only and good vibes only. And don't go in the shadow. It's dark there. But without the yin, there could be no yang. And there would be no yang. I use the metaphor of shavasana all the time. Like in yoga, you do the yoga, you do the moving, you do the asana, the the postures, maybe some breath work. And then at the end, you rest. And that's so that everything you did could integrate or can integrate. Life is like that too. If we don't take time for quote-unquote shavasana in life, if we don't take time to change up our routine, go on vacation, just not do anything for a little while, all the things that we're doing, they don't have time to become what their purpose is. We have to like do, and then it's like music. The space between the notes is where the magic is. It's not the notes themselves. It's the space between. It's like if I had this tea bag and... I, n- I never put it in water and just let it sit there. I would never get to drink tea. And that would be so sad. So back to your point about violence. We do live in a dualistic world. The earth is a world of duality. So don't worry about the ocean right now. <laughs> there will be waves. There will be ups and downs, suffering, and there will be joy. Or there will be, I'll say, there will be pain and there will be joy. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see as it continues to shift into more connection with source, how we deal with the pain and the joy. I think that's what's going to change. We're going to still have pain, and I think we're going to approach it differently. Want an example? Yes. An example is I recently learned something that was really big, and instead of being upset about the actual thing that I found out about, because I'm not. I let all of the emotions that I've been carrying about it unknowingly. I knew that I was carrying sadness, but I didn't know why. I know that we are all carrying emotions and we don't necessarily have a conscious understanding of why. Once that thing happened and it triggered, it was like it just broke the dam and all of this emotion started to rise up. And the way that I dealt with it was not to lash out at anybody. Well, it was to write some things and cry them to you (laughs) on voice memo (laughs) but I allowed myself to be in the energy of that day and allow the waves of emotions that were coming randomly well not randomly there were waves and they came just like the ocean they came in sets and some were bigger emotions and some were smaller emotions and I allowed myself to cry if I were angrier I would have allowed myself to probably smash a pillow with my fists, writhe around on the floor and kick and scream whatever I needed to do. Because I've done that before as well. When I get super frustrated or really angry, or I might not recognize that I'm angry, but if I get super frustrated, I just like lay on the floor and kind of kick. Not kind of. I like really kick (laughs) and punch the air and stuff. 
that's a way of dealing with emotions that I could easily have turned onto somebody else instead of just letting them move through me. And we do that a lot in the society, in the world. We turn our emotions onto other people and tend to blame others for our hurt and our pain. And I could have done that, but why? Where I am right now, I don't see a point in it. And it's just not, like, I don't have any reason to even be upset at somebody. But that doesn't mean that I want to hold all of those emotions in. It sounds like you're um, perhaps taking responsibility for your life. And... uh... (laughs) Thanks for the vote of confidence. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel fortunate that I've grown to a point where I can see that and I have the self-awareness to see what am I feeling, why am I feeling it, and what do I want to do with it or how do I want to allow it to process where a lot of people just don't have the ability to see that because we haven't learned it or we haven't gotten to the point in our lives yet where we've matured to that level of what's actually happening and What's going to work for me the best to be able to process this? Where I'm circling back again, and I'm going to circle back again probably in every single episode. This is why if we're all home in ourselves and know that that we are whole, it's easier to recognize these things that are happening within and then deal with them in ways that aren't just going to hurt other people. I know you have healthy ways of processing emotions as well. Please let me know what they are. You can send a one-minute voice memo through Spotify, or you can send me an email. I'll remind you that my Instagram account is Laura Cameron Christine. I'll try to remember to add that to the show notes this time. And if you do find that you're getting benefit from this podcast, it would truly be an honor to receive a cup of coffee from you. I don't actually drink coffee, but, you know, tea, gas, I travel a lot. I do eat food, so um, I like to shop locally where I can and get organic and support local farmers as much as I can, local bees, all the good stuff to keep this world as healthy as possible. And that's that would really be where your contribution would would go to help me stay alive so I can continue to create this podcast. You can find that at buymeacoffee.com slash one zero zero ways. Thanks so much for considering. I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, I am sending you all my love. And then some more. The next time you hear from Jared will be tomorrow, and we will conclude this conversation. We'll talk tomorrow. Thank you for exploring with me today. I would love to continue this conversation with you. We can do that at lauracristine.us. You'll find contact in the menu, or you can go to lauracristine.us slash contact, and you'll be taken right to it. Let's dive in a little deeper and see how fully we can flow with the duh. Thank you for being here. I would love to hear from you. Go to lauracristine.us to let me know your thoughts on this. And remember, as Rumi said, there are hundreds of ways to kneel and kiss the ground. Also, you can't fuck it up. I said that. (laughs) 